views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Oh my gosh. Welcome. I'm so excited about today's show with Dr. Susan Allison. Oh my gosh. I'm like jumping off my seat. Uh, For those of you that have been thinking, what the heck? Why aren't they coming on? You know what? Every once in a while, we have this vibrational thing that goes on and we have to put a cup, push a couple extra buttons. But in the end, we're all connected anyway. Dr. Susan. Allison joining me here today. You don't have to die to go to heaven. You don't have to die to go to heaven. That is the title of her hot off the press new book, How to Find Guidance and Healing in the Spirit Realms. This is really a key message today. So for those of you out there, there's a lot that we could learn about Dr. Susan Allison. Everything from her fabulous hit show, to the people she works with, to being honored as Woman of the Year for her work with adolescents, many outstanding teaching awards, published dozens of times in journals and magazines. And even when you get past that, she can write some amazing poetry. Her messages have been heard right here on Transformation Talk Radio on the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, And beyond all of that, When you sit down and you get to be in the message that she brings forth, whether it is ending a marriage, whether it's beginning a job, whether it's looking at your life and wanting to to be expansive, this amazing transpersonal psychologist, process therapist, shamanic practitioner, energy healer, ordained minister, award-winning author of at least five books is someone that does not waver. She does not hesitate because her gift to this world is helping all of us shoot for beyond the stars. Dr. Susan, welcome to the show. It is so good to have you here. Oh, Dr. Pat, thank you for having me again. And I always get tears in my eyes when you do your introductions. It's so um, so honoring the way you talk about people and you do it with every guest you have on your show that you just really honor us and thank you so much for the work that you do. Oh man, it's a pleasure and I am so, I have to tell you that um, I wake up some days, Dr. Susan, and this is how we can start this show out today. I wake up some days and my life seems a bit surreal and you know, let's just be clear about something if we could. I've been called Pollyanna Patty, and I will tell you that for me, my life isn't all roses and chocolates. It's not. You and I have had our our share of ups and downs. That's right. Here we are today, though, and I'm reading your book, You Don't Have to Die to Go to Heaven. The message in this is so what the world needs right now. Are you excited about this book and taking this message out to the world? You know, I don't know if excited is the right word. I, I'm a little bit in shock today. Today, <laughs> it, it launches today in every bookstore. It launches on Barnes & Noble and on Amazon. And I, I've worked so long on this book. And, it, you know, it's 20-plus years of work, not on the book 
directly, but just on my own life and becoming a shamanic practitioner and doing thousands of shamanic journeys on my own. But it's been 23 years that I've been doing this work so that finally it's come to fruition today in this book. Everything that I've ever learned and, and done is in this book. And so it just feels very humbling and almost sacred today. I'm just, I'm, I think I'm, I'm a little bit in shock mm-hmm. and, and gratitude. You know, I'm feeling so grateful that I have this great publisher at Red Wheel, Weiser, and Hampton Roads, and they have been fantastic. I want to just put a, a word out there for them just to say, wow, they're amazing. And I've had so much help uh, with this book. You know, it's never one person who writes a book. It's, it's like a, a tribe that writes it. So anyway, yeah. thank you. And that's I, I'm just sort of a little bit stunned. Or, yeah. yeah, there's something that's very precious going on, but I'm a little, um, I, ca- I can't even put, my, put words to it, but there's a shyness or a, mm. a humility around how I'm feeling right now. Well, I saw it in the uh, dedication of the book. I mean, from the very moment you open the book uh, and you dedicate the book to your husband. uh, And then you go on to talk about, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, this person inspired you. uh, The time you were together and inspires you now. There's got to be that energy and that love that has carried forth in this writing. Mm, Thank you. I I believe I... I didn't mention that all the spirit beings and it's my belief that we all have beings who love us in the spirit realms whether you believe in angels or guides or teachers or allies uh, animal totems all these beings I have encountered for 23 years they helped me write this book as well it, it was channeled a lot from them and from my husband who is an angel now who was an amazing angel here on earth he was an earth angel in terms of his service as a buddhist and just as a an amazing human being but now he also uh inspires me and he inspired me uh when i was writing the book i want to read something from the book if i can there's so many things i don't want to give the whole book away to everybody but you know for those of you out there please go ahead and get a copy of the book yourselves but i do want to read this because i um I, i flagged it for myself and maybe you can tell folks a little bit of how you know what the 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 story is around this you say what i realized after this experience it's on page three is that when i change my life my real life in the outer world my inner shamanic world also changes and here here's what i i underlined your personal place of power is symbolic of your real life and when you alter your life your garden changes when you change your garden your ordinary life transforms yeah and i glommed on to that for me in a world where it is so easy sometimes dr susan to want to throw in the towel mm-hmm. not all of us are rockies you know yep. and i wanted to ask you this book you don't have to die to go to heaven how is this a pivotal point for a what's going on with inside of us and b what might be going on in the world today you know, I love what you say about about hope and about. I love that you're. You know, I don't care if people call you a Pollyanna. You're really a <laughs> you're really a positive positive person, and life still happens. You know, life still happens while we're making other plans. Uh, you know, it's like friends of mine say. You know, why is this happening? Life is going to keep happening. We're going to have disasters. We're going to have personal ones and global ones this this technique that you're talking about in terms of finding your own personal place of power is a way for you to go and and go into trance go into a meditative state and actually your spirit journeys to this place where you find respite you find uh, peace you find support and then after being there and getting support from the, the, the unseen world, because spirit beings will visit you there, uh, could be ancestors, it could be a favorite grandmother, but beings are going to come and visit you there, loving beings who sometimes I feel are assigned to you. You then can come back to this world 
and feel that you can do it. You can get up, you can go to work, you can take care of your kids, you can change jobs, you can move five times. This shamanic work can help you stay balanced, stay positive, and really do the work you need to do in the world without being thrown off track by the stuff that just happens to us. And so I'm glad you read that passage because that's the first chapter of the book people can go to and create, find their own personal place of power, which will support them. Yeah, I love what we're talking about here today um, because we're talking about a shamanic journey or many shamanic journeys and you and I have had them. I didn't know that's what they were when they were happening for me because I really am. You and I were kind of joking a little bit before the break. I really am a girl from the Bronx. Uh, You you know, I, I know that I live in Seattle not because I had a major plan that said go to Seattle I had a knowing one day and all of the all of the things lined up, the little dominoes lined up so that this could happen. So I want to ask you this, you know, how can we step in to this place of knowing, right? Mm-hmm. Knowing that inner outer spiritual knowing despite what the facts might say to us. Because mm-hmm. isn't this our dilemma to sit down and have a creative hit or boost only to be diluted by some logical rationalization of why that can't be so yeah yeah <laughs> uh, yeah exactly and it's all and it can be all within our own head usually so, usually it is someone just told me recently you know all the issues between us were created inside your head you know and i think that we do that we just we just get can get crazy uh in our ego some people call it the disease voice you know it's a voice that 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 sabotages us and gets us off our track our our personal and spiritual track first of all we have to get quiet now that could be the greatest task of anyone listening to the show is that you have to take some time and you have to go into the silence. You have to have, you have to have time and space, and a willingness to turn off the phone, turn off the TV, turn off everything, and be with yourself. And shamanic journey is about usually getting into that quiet place, doing some breathing. And I listen to a drum. And by the way, listeners can download free drumming. That's my drumming. That's on my uh, website, uh, www.drsusanallison.com. Just drsusanallison.com. People can read my book and use the drumming. So it's free. Uh, And, you know, you can get the book and then use the drumming on my website. But you have to get quiet. You have to take the space, about 30 minutes at least, and then some time to write, because I suggest writing in a journal afterwards. So, yeah, so that's what people have to commit to, is carving out 30 to 45 minutes. And is that hard for people? I would say, in today's world, yes. I think it is hard today. And you know, what's hard about it today is a couple things you talk about in the book. And I would love for you to, Mm -hmm. you know, to really clarify here if I misquote you. But one of the things is that we don't really have a good understanding of what the spirit realm is. Right. We don't understand. And and I want to just tell everybody, um, you know, Dr. Susan Book, you don't have to die to go to heaven. By the way, go to her website, drsusanallison.com. And you'll be able to get your book through there. And also, you'll be able to download the free drumming that's there as well. But here it is. It's how to find guidance and healing in the spirit realm. Dr. Susan, I'd love for you to talk about this because, see, we still have uh, an opinion or a belief that transformation has to take forever. We may Mm -hmm. not get it in this lifetime. And it doesn't matter how much we enter into a spiritual practice, it's going to happen for you, but it's not going to happen for me. Now, I just summed it up. It comes together in a lot of ways. Can you talk about spirit realms and how you have discovered they can help? Right. 
Basically, uh, in the book, in the introduction, I talk about this, but shamanic work, shamanism, has been around for at least 60,000 years. 60,000 years. It predates every major religion. It is really, I think, the first religion. And we have you know, anthropologists and archaeologists finding sites, finding burials. We know that um, shamanic work was being done in tribes. Uh, and unlike today, where we can, in a sense, be our own shamanic practitioner and go there ourselves, in, in you know, 60,000 years ago, between then and now, there's a tribal leader. There is a shaman who would go into trance, usually with a rattle or a drum, would go into a very quiet meditative state, and would journey to spirit realms. And so for all these thousands of years, shamans have identified three realms. There's a lower world, mostly of animals, uh, animal uh, guides, animal helpers and totems. There's a middle world, which is more like the dream, dream world that we dream at night. And there is an upper world, and I would say plural, there are more than one. Uh, there's more than one upper world, and really, there more. There's more than one place you can go in the middle world as well. But shamans have identified these three worlds, these three realms. These are these are alternate dimensions of reality. These are places that exist on the spirit plane, and I talk about this a great deal in the book and explain it, but. Basically, when you go into trance, and I do use a drum, but some people can just do it with their breath, you can, your spirit, it's not that you're, it's not in your head, you're not thinking this, you're not creating it in your mind at all, you're, you're doing it through your senses and your heart and your subconscious mind, not your conscious mind, your subconscious is doing this. And you, you do, your spirit travels to these realms and you have an absolute direct experience of the divine or a direct experience of the animal helpers that are going to support you, the guides and teachers and allies in the middle and upper worlds that are going to support you. You can meet your soul family. You can meet divine teachers. You can meet loved ones who have passed on as I have my husband and my parents. So these are, these, are, these are real places. They're not in your head. And anyone can go there, which is why the title is You Don't Have to Die to Go to Heaven. All of us can go, and we can go now, today, and bring back wisdom from all of these beings who love us to change our lives right this minute. And this is really the key, right? Because this is really not just simply a new paradigm of conversation. It's really creating an entire new idea about this to bust through some That's of right. these ideas we have about false sense of intention. Like, wait a minute, I haven't done this, this, and this, uh, Dr. Susan. So therefore, why should I expect uh, heaven here now? Why yeah. should I expect this? How do we shift that perspective? How do we how do we begin to say, wait a minute, maybe I do deserve heaven yeah. now? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think part of it is to let go of some old paradigms, to let go of the fact that the lower world in shamanism is hell, because it's not the hell of the Christians, it's not the underworld of the Greeks. It's a beautiful, raw, pristine, natural world that's very, very ancient usually for people who journey there to the lower world. And it's animals that usually greet, greet you there. So first of all, it's letting go of the old paradigms. And along with that, the paradigm of hell or an underworld is the paradigm that somehow you don't deserve or somehow you have to do X, Y, and Z in order to, quote, go to heaven. You, you, unless you... Uh, do this, do that, accept this, accept that, change this, change that. There's, in fact, in, there's chapters in the book where I talk about the, the major religions and, and what they've taught us about heaven and hell. Um, we have to let go of that paradigm because otherwise we don't believe we deserve it. We don't believe we can go there now and receive blessings, receive help. But I have seen it for 23 years, thousands of journeys that 
it's incredible there. It's full of love. It's full of light. My loved ones who have departed are fine. They're more than fine. They're flourishing there. It, it is so confirming that not only do we deserve, but we can do this now to become better people, to change our lives, to have a higher vibration, to do service in the world. We can do it now while there's time before we literally uh, you know, are no longer embodied and we don't have a body anymore. We can do it now. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, what's really interesting about this is that somewhere along the way, we have developed a resistance to happiness. Mm -hmm. Doesn't that sound odd? A resistance to happiness. Yeah. Uh, and, and it, it's it, and I didn't uh, I did just make that up right there I was just gonna say where did that come from but the mm -hmm. reason that I want to talk with you about it is that underneath this resistance is this uh, this energy which closes the door closes the door what I read in your book uh, in many many places which I'd love for you to talk about is openings 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 now you may not have said it like that but when i go from chapter to chapter i'm looking at another possibility to have this experience you're talking about does that make sense no it does make sense and i'm basing this on real experience that i've had so it's not like i'm talking out the top of my head or i just did a bunch of research on shamanism and the history of it no, I have gone to these places. I have connected with all of these amazing beings. And so my book is to give people hope. My book is to help people realize that we're not alone. We're, it's the furthest from the truth. But you see, and, and Rick Hansen has done a lot of work on this with his book, uh, Hardwiring Happiness. But the idea that our brains are predisposed from ancient times when we were you know thinking the saber-toothed tiger was going to attack us our brains are predisposed to negativity so we we have this negative bias in our brains and particularly in the in the limbic in the in the reptilian brain at the back of our head the frontal lobe though the front of our head some people are actually calling it the god brain now that we're really able to change that whole paradigm that's been with us since we were living in caves that we can expect the worst that nothing good happens to me you know life is terrible uh, I you know I, I'm just you know existing and then I die you know it's, it's kind of an Eeyore kind of philosophy right out of, of Winnie the Pooh that oh dear life sucks life is terrible but really, it's because of this, this brain um, situation that we have in terms of the, the negative bias, but that's changing. And we can, we can realize that we have this frontal lobe that is growing, that is going to be at the forefront of who we are, which is that we are divine humans. And we can expect happiness we can create it in our lives and we can realize that it's multi-dimensional that we can find it also in spirit realms with all these beings that love us so deeply yeah and actually we're going to take a journey with dr susan today you know when we come back we're going to talk about you know look at where do we go? what is the purpose of journeying and dr susan's going to lead us in a brief journey to one of the realms. And this is so important right now because for many of us, we want to check out in so many ways. Mm -hmm. And yet, what if we didn't have to choose that as an option? What if discovery could bring us a sense of inner peace that we had not known before? Today, Dr. Susan Allison, you don't have to die to go to heaven. How to find guidance and healing in the spirit realms when we come back. Get ready for the journey. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Are you ready for a game changer? Sarah Westall is bringing you Business Game Changers Radio. Sarah brings you leading experts, visionaries, and newsmakers who provide the best commentary on big issues and cutting-edge innovations. Sarah's 20 years as a business executive will help you think like an entrepreneur with expertise, energy, and attitude. Tune in to Business Game Changers Mondays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. The doctor is in. Tune in to the hit show, The Psychic Love Doctor, with host Deborah Lee. Deborah's life affirming, highly perceptive reading method has taught Deborah how to zero in on specific problems with relationships, career pursuits, and current roadblocks to success and happiness. Join Deborah Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and for a special broadcast the second Thursday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Do you want the freedom to spend more time with your loved ones? Travel the world? Live spontaneously? Get ready, because the Chip Justice Show is here. Hosts Dr. Pat Basile and Chip Justice can help you build meaningful success while embracing life. Living a life you love is the end game in this new, inspirational, and empowering show. Positive changes for a life you'll love. Tune in every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit PositiveChangeInstitute.co for more information. Tune in to the Angels and Answers Psychic Radio Show with Clairvoyance Artie Hoffman and Sky Siegel every Thursday for a two-hour show, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. Artie and Sky deliver spiritual and motivational messages with passion and a sense of humor. Call in 800-930-2819 for live and on-air readings. Visit ArtieHoffman.com and SkyOfAngels.com. My dream is to end homelessness. My passion is living a green life. My dream is to end poverty. My passion is volunteering. My passion is making a difference. My dream is to cure Lyme disease. My passion is rebuilding communities. My passion is helping those in need. My passion is caring for the elderly. My dream is to find a cure for cancer. My dream is to leave a better world for my children. We all have that special passion, that lifelong dream that drives us to live our lives with meaning and to create a better world. No matter what drives you, we can all make an impact. Dr. Pat Basile is helping others make their dreams come true so we can all help make our world a better world. To learn more about how Dr. Pat is building a community of sharing hope, strength, funds, knowledge, and information, visit abetterworldcrowdfunding.com today. That's abetterworldcrowdfunding.com. The following audio is via a Skype call. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm so thrilled to have Dr. Susan Allison join me here today. Uh, You know, writing a book is a spiritual experience for just about everybody that I've ever talked with. And I can only imagine what this was like for Dr. Susan to write a book, You Don't Have to Die to Go to Heaven. Um, and for those of you out there that missed any part of this, we have a couple of things I want to just share with you. One is if you go to drsusanallison.com, drsusanallison.com, you will have an opportunity to download the shamanic uh, shamanic drumming. And Dr. Susan's going to tell us a little bit about that. Uh, for those of you, you can also get a copy of the book. It tells you how to go about that uh, today as well. Uh, and uh, Dr. Susan, uh, let's give a copy of the book away to our first caller. Let's do that. I'd be happy to do that. All right, Benny. Uh, Rachel, 1-800-930-2819. Love to give a copy of this book away. Fabulous book uh, to the first caller, 1-800-930-2819. Dr. Susan, before we jump into, you know, this, you know, journeying here, the format of the book Mm -hmm. I found is incredibly helpful. And I was sharing that with you during the break as I was reading about the moon and I was really just struck by the check-in questions. Can you tell folks a little bit about how yeah. this book flows? Yes. Basically, I am the kind of learner that needs to do it experientially, which means I need to do some action. I, 
I get bored easily. I get bored in workshops unless we're doing something. I learn the best when I'm doing. And so the book is experiential. The book means that, you know, it's more like a workbook, except you do use your own journal. But I start with a poem and give background about what we're going to talk about in that chapter in terms of the kind of journey we're going to do. And then I have check-ins where I, I ask questions like, um, what are your feelings about death? Would you like to find a familiar place to go after you die? Um, how do you feel about meeting beings that love you in a sacred place? So I have questions like that in the check-in. And then I have a little section called Before You Journey, uh, which is to help people know that they can go to my website and download the drumming before they start. There's a section called Intention and Protection that people can set their intention for the journey. We always do that when we journey. I tell people, how, you know, how to get in, how to, you know, how to actually go there. Um, and then, you know, the book is the entire book is in that format with uh, with check-ins, intentions, protection that you can set, the actual journey. Uh, research, in fact, for in some chapters, research you can do when you meet beings that you don't really know much about, like Jesus will show up, or Lao Tzu will show up, or the Hindu god Rama will show up, or, or your grandmother you never met shows up. So you can actually spend some time doing research and writing about uh, the people that you meet or the beings you meet in these worlds. Uh, so that's a section also called research. Wow, I, I love it because it really does bring some memories back. I was sharing a bit about, you know, my uh, first interaction as a child with the moon. Mm -hmm. And I was really surprised that, you know, as I read and then I answered the question, it popped in. Mm. But isn't this interesting, though, because we are talking about journeys and we never know where a question like that is going to take us. Tell us, if you could, let's talk a little bit about what are these shamanic journeys? And you are going to take us on a little adventure today. Yeah. Yes, I am. So let's we'll, we'll take the first uh, chapter because I think that's the easiest to start there, which is with the middle world, the shamanic middle world that I mentioned earlier is a bit like a dreamscape. It's like when you have a dream and then you remember it, the, the shamanic journey to the middle world is a bit like that. And how you do the shamanic journey let's say, to the middle world, which is your personal place of power. It's a place you can go for refuge. Uh, Hawaiians teach that it's the place you go right after you transition or die. You go to this middle world. And it's a comforting place if you already know where it is. So it's a place uh, where you can meet guides, teachers, allies, uh, ancestors, uh, departed loved ones, like my grandmother was there in that in that garden uh, or personal place of power world. I use personal place of power, garden, your natural world, all synonymously. So I use all those terms to refer to the middle world. So basically, if you're going to go to the middle world, you uh, sit quietly. You sit somewhere where you're not going to be disturbed for at least 30 to 45 minutes. And you take some deep breaths. You settle in. I think it's great to have an eye mask or scarf that you put around your eyes to shut out the light. And if you don't have an eye mask, you can get them at Bed Bath and Beyond and places like that. You put the eye mask on and or you first start the drumming recording. And today you're going to use my voice, but you can start the recording, put your eye mask on. And then as the drum sounds or as my voice starts leading you, you find yourself on a path, you start walking a path, and it's a path to your personal place of power in the middle world. You go there, you experience it, and I'll lead this in, in when I, I'll use my voice to lead it. And often you invite in beings who love you to come, and often uh, something or someone will show up. And so that's sort of very briefly uh, how you do the journey and then the drumming, uh, if you download it from my website, the drumming will speed up when it, it tells you it's time to come back. So the drumming speeds up. You start coming back the way you came usually. You find your path again, and you come back and take some deep breaths and then open your eyes. And then I really recommend that you write in your journal 
that you've used my questions or you're just right about what happened, as much detail as possible, because almost everything ha is a metaphor or a symbol that you've experienced that you can use to explain your life here in the real world. So that's just a little background. Awesome. Um, and, you know, this is really, when we're thinking about this, uh, we get some insights. Um, journeying provides us with a level of awareness that we cannot seem to really grasp, can we, in the day-to-day -day lives we live. No. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little bit about this and yeah. how important it is yeah. for us to expand and grow. Yeah. Well, part of it is is that if you, if you know about brain waves, right now, Dr. Pat, you and I are, are in beta, beta brain waves. We're chatting, we're, we're functioning in the world. Um, our brain is, is, is in exchange. When you go into an alpha state, which you often go into right before sleep, you're in a more relaxed state. You're sort of drifting off in that kind of drifting place in an alpha state. And some people say it's a very creative state. Some people come out of it and write or paint something. Journeying is in the brain uh, wave called theta, which is pretty deep. And you're in this, you're in a trance. It's like a meditation, but it's your brain waves are in theta, which means you really rest them. It's very, very soothing. Our brain really loves having this break. And not only that, but you're creatively, through your subconscious mind, through your senses and your heart, you are experiencing these other worlds and bringing back wisdom to change your life. So, so that is, is just a little brief explanation about the brain wave is, is deeper. Hmm. Well, you know, from one of the things that I, I think that we're, we're looking at here is we're looking at making this available for everyone. You know, right. part of this is taking us on a journey with you as well today. But this is really a message that says, wait a minute, this is not for a handful of people sitting up on a mountain. No. This is something everybody listening to this show can do. I think that's one of the greatest challenges that, that people have. I know it was my challenge. You know, I didn't think that it would be possible for me. I didn't think I was spiritual enough. I didn't think I was this enough. I didn't think whatever that enoughness is. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But these journeys are healing in the very nature of yes. how you might approach them, aren't they? Yes, they're healing. And everyone can do this. Everybody can do shamanic work. It's not like it's for the elite or for a few. And that's one reason I wrote this is that some people have near-death experiences and they come back and tell us what they saw and experienced. Well, that's all really lovely, but it could be, it's going to be different for each of us what we find. And so I felt like I had to write this book to tell people that you don't have to wait until you nearly die or literally die before you can experience these realms. And I, I thank the people who have written books about their near-death experience because it's opened people up to what I'm writing. But what I'm writing is for everyone. Everyone can do this, which is what I'm so thrilled about, is that it's, it's not just the few that have a near-death experience and come back and tell us how great it is. Everybody can go. Well, you know, one of the things that, you know, you and I both know is that we don't know what we don't know. But I'll tell you, once we try, we're pretty much all in, aren't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, yeah, I mean, the name of your network, Hello, Transformation Talk Radio, uh, it's about growth. It's about being willing to risk, being willing to try something new, being willing to transform. And and to turn down the volume of the voice that says, I can't, I, 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 can't, I won't be able to do it. I, you, know, it you know, it's not for me. It's only for people who are more spiritual or who have meditated for like 40 years or something. No, everyone can do this. It's actually very simple. And how about if I, I lead people in a really yes. short one? I would love to do it. We're just going to skip the break right here. So sure. please take All your right. time. All right. So... 
obviously I don't suggest you do this if you're driving and listening or if you're at work in the middle of a huge project that you stop, close your eyes and do this. But you can uh, listen to this um, show later. You can go to the archive show and listen to it later. But those of you who are sitting somewhere where you can close your eyes for a few minutes, then by all means, uh, go ahead and do that. So the first step is to find some place comfortable and <clears throat> make sure that you've turned your phone off, that you're not going to be disturbed. And we're going to do a, just a mini version of the first journey that's in Chapter 1 to the Middle World. We're going to do a, just a short version of it, but you can then get my book and you can uh, do it again uh, and use the time uh, that you need uh, to do it, which is about 30, about 30 minutes. So, so if you're in a place where you can close your eyes, you can go ahead and do that. If you have an eye mask or a scarf, that would help. But otherwise, um, just close your eyes and get comfortable. And also begin by taking a nice deep breath. And I like to say to take it from around where your belly button is, to take a breath as deep a breath as possible. Just breathing in some trust in this process, breathing in some faith, and breathing in an intention that you're going to be able to do this, and you're going to be able to receive something from this experience. When you exhale, please breathe out whatever no longer serves you. Please breathe out your doubt. Breathe out your lack of trust. Let it all go. And just keep breathing so that you feel more and more relaxed. And then when you're feeling like you have lowered your shoulders, your neck is, is now relaxing and feeling less tense, your body is is feeling as if it's being absorbed by where you're sitting, you're sinking in. I'd like you now to just imagine that you're on a path and let the path appear and unfold beautifully in front of you. Don't think about a place you've been, although something may come that is somewhat familiar, but try not to do this with your mind, but just allow a path to appear and, and you are walking on this path. Especially notice the time of day. Notice the quality of light. And look down and notice what kind of path it is that you're walking on. And as you walk, look around and take in your surroundings using all your senses. Just breathe it in. Breathe in this place. Let it soothe you. And as you walk, set the intention to arrive in your personal place of power, your sacred garden, your natural world, which is in the shamanic middle world. So your intention is to arrive somewhere that's all yours. Does not belong to anyone else, doesn't look like anyone else's place because it's yours. It's your sacred place. It's your special, special place usually in nature. So you've set the intention, and I'd like you to find yourself arriving at this place. Again, using all your senses and your heart and your subconscious mind to just take in everything around you, using your sight, your hearing, using your tactile sense that you might feel a breeze, you might feel sunshine. So use all your senses to take in this place. And you can determine what happens there, which means if you need more light, just ask for more light. If you want 
water there, ask for water and it will appear in some form. You are magical in this state. So the important thing for this first journey is to just explore. You are a modern explorer and this is your sacred place that you are experiencing now. So take it all in. You might find a nice place to sit. And as soon as you say that, one will appear that's absolutely perfect for you. And so just allow yourself to breathe in this place, to allow it to comfort you, soothe you, support you because it's all yours. Another time when you come back, you'll remember this place and how to get here. You can invite in any being who loves you, and you always say that. I invite in a being who loves me. We don't have time for that now, but you can do it next time you journey here. For now, this has just been to find your place. And because of our shortness of time, we need to come back, but I want you to look around and remember where you are. Take it into your heart so you can find it again easily. Get up if you're sitting or lying down, get up from where you are and find yourself back on your path. It's back on your path from non-ordinary reality back to ordinary reality, back to this world. So keep walking on your path back to where you started. And I'd like you to take a breath in. I'd like you to move your hands, move your feet, move your body, stretch. And take a nice deep breath, bringing back everything you experienced. I'd love for you to write about it when you have time to write about where you were. And take a breath in with the intention of returning and remembering how to get there. So take that breath in and come all the way back, 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 all the way back and up. Feel yourself moving up into your full body. Feel yourself where you're sitting, and when you're ready, you can now open your eyes. Mm. Yes. So welcome back, Dr. Pat. How powerful is that? Um, mm -hmm. Tell us where you went. Well, I'll tell you where I went. I, and, and one of the things that happened for me is this moment of... Uh, of a place where um, highly created, highly colorful, mm -hmm. very bright, um, not just rainbows of the color, but a landscape of possibilities. And it's really interesting because in a, in a little moment, I actually saw the yellow brick road in Oz. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah, I have too on Journey. I've seen it as well. It's very uh, cool. Yeah, I, I mean, and and I what really was interesting to me is I did not really see anything of a dark nature, uh, and 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 I could have stayed there. Yeah, I, and what I what I mean by that. So I really appreciated what you said before that this is something you take a little bit longer to do. You take thirty minutes to do, right? Because more I would imagine more is, would be revealed. Oh, absolutely! And then imagine doing this for twenty three years, yeah. of going to these places, and people can can start today, and yeah. and then you're an explorer, and you're. You're experiencing this, and then you do a little more. My book is about you know starting in the middle world, then moving to the next stage, and the next place, and the next place. So it builds on, it builds your confidence. So you know as you journey to this world, you get your confident about this place, 
And then, you know, you read another chapter and you can journey to um, the lower world and meet your animal totem. And then you can journey to an upper world and you can journey to the moon and stars and you can journey to heaven. So the book is, is written to build on experience and, and raise your confidence as you go. Mm. I love what you have done in uh, this book and the journey that you invite us all to to go on. What a great message. For those of you just tuning in, uh, Dr. Susan Allison is joining me here today. Her, her, her new book is You Don't Have to Die to Go to Heaven. It's a fabulous book, How to Find Guidance and Healing in the Spirit Realms. Um, and there are many things in the book, especially uh, to me, what I related to so well is what happens in the check-in questions that uh, Dr. Susan asks us uh, as we take the journey and to, to really view what's possible. Thank you for today's show, Dr. Susan. One last thing, sure. what's your personal message? What would you like to leave everyone with today? Well, I guess if I had to boil it all down into this fine sauce, I would, I would say that uh, I, I want people to realize that there is no death, that we are immortal, and that no one needs to fear any longer what's coming. It's amazing what's coming for all of us in that world. And in my last chapter, I tell everyone how to do it here. It's called Bringing Heaven Home. So I'm hoping that you can go to heaven and you can bring it back with you and create a heavenly life right here. Wow. Dr. Susan Allison, everyone, thank you for today. Thank you so much for today. Thank you for having me. Mm, what a, I'm still on the journey here. I can tell you that. I'm still out there on the journey. For those of you that have missed any part of this, this show, of course, will play later. But you can always go to DrSusanAllison.com and listen to the many, many shows she has done. Uh, and again, thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. Please visit TransformationTalkRadio.com. Check out what we've got going on there. And of course, the DrPatShow.com. We'll see you all next time. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.